Hello, I'm Lori Alvarez, and I welcome you to Real Estate with Soul, the podcast. This is where I will share my story, knowledge, wisdom, and the legacy in real estate, and my family, all boldly wrapped up in one with you. So let's get started. Hey, 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 it's Lori Alvarez, and we are talking FHA loans. I did a fantastic um, conversation yesterday, our Saturday morning. I did a buyer consultation with one of our newest buyers that's ready to get out there and purchase their first house. I'm so excited for them. And anyways, uh, I loved the question she asked. It always inspires your questions, always inspires a new podcast recording. So her question specifically was, hey, my lender said that because I'm going to use an FHA loan, I am not going to be as competitive as every other buyer out there. What a fantastic question. I just I just loved it. So I wanted to go ahead and go over that. Yeah, I'm not the lender. Let's make that clear. I'm not the lender. So I don't handle your loans. No, I don't. I am your realtor and I put your offer together with your lender support. They give me the best loan approval. They give me your proof of funds. They give me everything I need to move your offer forward. However... The lender is the one that gives you your different loan option programs. And FHA loans are one of those options. Now, a lot of people will be like, oh, FHA loans, FHA loans. Those are for first-time home buyers. No, no, no. They're not for first-time home buyers, right? So here we go. We pulled it straight from the, from the lender's mouth, per se. An FHA loan is regulated and insured by the U.S. Federal Housing Administration and issued by an approved mortgage lender. FHA loans are designed to help low to moderate income families achieve home ownership and typically they require a lower minimum credit score. A lower minimum credit score. So here's the thing. A lot of first-time homebuyers will use an FHA loan because FHA loans have um, an easier ability for you to get approved, for you to be able to purchase, okay? And what that means is maybe you don't have a ton of credit yet. We just heard from another one of our one of our agents in the office that the buyer couldn't get approved because they didn't have credit. They had no credit yet. So here's the deal. Maybe you don't have a ton of credit yet. So an FHA loan will allow for you to be able to do that because your credit score is going to be lower. You do have credit. You have the ability to buy, but you don't have a ton of credit yet. So you have a lower credit score. Okay? So you use an FHA loan. Also, FHA loans allow for you to come in with less down payment, and they allow for you to make a lesser amount of money to be able to qualify. But that also impacts where you're buying your property. Now, don't get me wrong. There are high worth buyers that will use an FHA loan. Well, why would they do that? 
because the program just makes better sense financially for them. Uh, it just is a better interest rate. It's a better this. It's a better that. The fees attached to it are, are lesser or more than the other programs that they're looking at. So that is why we say FHA is not a first-time home buyer program. Generally, most first-time home buyers use FHA loans. Generally, altogether, they do. So, pros and cons of using an FHA loan. Pros and cons. And you're like, well, Lori, her lender told her that she's probably not as competitive. Her lender must know better. Well, of course her lender knows. That's exactly right. He is very aware. And there was a reason why he communicated that to his buyer. And that is because of the neighborhood and the type of property she was going to purchase, that that becomes a more challenging type of loan program. So the beauty of that particular buyer is she could qualify for FHA or conventional. And so because she had the option to go either direction, it opened up her ability to purchase more property. Okay. So now let's go into the pros and cons. Pros and cons of an FHA loan. Okay. A pro, you get a lower credit score with an FHA loan. You get to use a lower credit score. Lower credit score means that you can buy sooner which is great, right? Makes it easier for you. Another pro is that you can generally come in with a lower down payment at three and a half percent with a low credit score, whereas you could do 3% down or 1% down with a conventional or a CalHAFA loan, and you gotta have a higher credit score to be able to do that generally. Now, Remember, and I keep saying generally, why? Because lending guidelines change consistently all the time. So as you're listening to this and hearing this, you need to confirm with your lender, your personal lender, to see if these guidelines are still applicable with regards to your home loan because those change all the time. And then depending on who you choose to get your loan with, there'll be other internal overlays as they call them, which means there'll be lenders who are like, oh, because we're doing the loan with this place, there's another thing coming over top of it that is making it a requirement that generally wouldn't be a requirement, okay? So again, Lower credit score is a pro, and a lower down payment is the ability to have a lower down payment. And in general, that's about 3.5%. Okay? That's what it generally is. Also, FHA loans allow you to have a higher loan to debt ratio right? So that means they allow you to finance more with more debt. 
So they're a little more flexible in that area. A little more flexible, okay? A little more easier. They just uh, say, okay, you're just getting started, and so you're going to have some challenges. So we're going to allow this to make it easier for you to qualify for the home loan, okay? And then there are no income limitations with an FHA loan. So with a lot of first-time home buyer programs, you have to understand when you use a true first time home buyer program, a true first time home buyer program, then there's debt. There's, I'm sorry, there's income regulations. You can't make X amount of money. There's city regulations. You can only live in these cities or these counties or these things. Whereas an FHA purchase, you can buy any city, anywhere, currently, as the lending guidelines allow for, which is great, okay? So no income limitations. And you can potentially, it depends, you can potentially qualify for a better interest rate, a better interest rate, right? Which is fantastic because we know how dynamic interest rates are right now in this um, environment that we're working with within the real estate industry, okay? And then it comes to bankruptcies and foreclosures. FHA will let you do that financing sooner than a conventional program or another lending program. So you can go ahead and move forward with your purchase sooner after a foreclosure or a bankruptcy and even a short sell, okay? So those are some of the positives. Again, positives are, let's go down the line again, right? You get a lower credit score, lower credit score. You can do a lower down payment. You can have a higher debt to loan ratio. And then you could potentially qualify for a better, more competitive interest rate. And then there is less waiting time when you have a BK or a foreclosure or a short sell. Excellent. What are the negatives about, what are the negatives about a FHA loan? Okay. You're required to pay private mortgage insurance. That's all there is to it. You're required to pay private mortgage insurance. Yep. That's one of the negatives. It's an additional fee because you're putting less than 20% down. So the, the um, lender has to buy insurance to say, yes, we believe. And in just in case you default on the loan and you don't necessarily like, mm, you don't perform you just buy it, you put your little bit of money down, and then you say, never mind, I don't want it anymore. Guess what happens? Yep, yep, yep. They can foreclose on the property. And then that would cause the company, the bank, to have to collect in the insurance. So who pays for the insurance? 
you do. Yes, you do. You pay for the insurance. There are no loan maximums, right? No loan maximums. So what does that mean for you? Okay. An FHA loan, I'm going to take this straight from the horse's mouth again. So excuse me while I read for a second. An FHA loan may not work if you want to borrow a large amount of money. For FHA in 2023, the loan limit is set at 472.030 for a single family home loan and just over a million for a single family home loan in the high cost areas. Well, what are high cost areas? LA County, Orange County, Ventura County, those counties are considered higher cost areas. So you can finance more, but say we're in San Bernardino County or the Inland Empire, then you have to finance less. And, and generally it's enough because the areas of over there, the houses are of a lower dollar value. Generally, they are. And then there are minimum property standards. This one is a good point to paint, to just kind of think about. You might see it as a restriction, and I see it as it's just helping you keep your stuff in order. Because look, with an FHA loan, you cannot finance a property that doesn't have sinks, um, that doesn't have toilets in place, and does not have electrical put away the way it needs to be put away. The house needs to be considered habitable. It needs to be considered safe for you. Uh, at one time, I even had someone get called out on a tripping fault with a house that I was selling with an FHA loan because there was this big like uh, bump that would cause someone to trip. So the FHA lender called that out. One time, I mean, I've had so many experiences with, with regards to FHA loans. Another time we got a call out from an FHA appraiser, not the lender, but the appraiser due to the fact that the roof looked like it was in really bad shape. And so they required a roof certification. And so that's what we're talking about with regards to um, minimum property standards is we need the property to be in health and safety conditions. We need that to be healthy for you, safe for you to live in. Generally, if you're using a lower down payment program like the FHA loan, it means you don't have a ton of money to do that kind of work anyways. So there's no negative for you with regards to it. It's really going to help you get a better start to home ownership. Okay. So that is the reasons pros and cons. Now there's the seller perspective of receiving an FHA offer. Okay. So a buyer says, yes, I love the FHA loan and I'm going to move forward with that because that's the best fit for me. And your lender really should, buyers, your lender should really explain this to you. So now a seller says, oh, they submitted an FHA offer. They may not or may be excited about it. It just depends on what the condition of the property or their appraisal issues are not, right? These are things that could be challenges with a property. 
So here we go. Condition of property. A seller who has a house that's got chipping paint and it was built in 1972. Guess what? Not going to qualify for an FHA loan. Why? Because chipping paint has potentially lead in it, which then becomes a health and safety issue for young children and senior citizens. So they're going to say, we don't want to work with FHA offers. Can you fix it? Of course you can. You can choose to have the seller fix it, or you can allow the buyer to fix it. Uh, there's all kinds of liability in that, though. If you allow a buyer to fix your property, Mr. Seller, before you close escrow. Okay? So here's the deal. You can have it fixed, you can take care of it, but that's one of the reasons why. Condition, seller's like, I don't, my house is just not in great condition. Later today, I'm going out to look at a property that I have a seller, she's like, I wanna sell the property, and I said, okay, your house was built in 1946, and according to the Zillow picture, it looks like you might have a lot of chipped um, eaves on your house. And she's like, you know, I don't know. I'm out of the area. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I said, okay, great. I'll go over there, meet the handyman and we'll see how all is going. So that is one of the reasons why as a seller, you might want to fix those conditions so that you're prepared for it so that you can accept all offers. We have a lot of FHA buyers out there. You don't want to miss half the market. So sellers want to make sure their property is FHA compatible. 100%. Now, then there's this aspect for the seller. The seller will be like, well... I priced it really high and I'm going to sell it really high and the appraisal comes less than. That can become an issue for an FHA buyer and a VA buyer, um, specifically because you cannot penalize an FHA or VA buyer with regards to whether or not they buy that property due to the appraised value not allowed. The government protects them because remember, an FHA loan is government-backed based money. Okay? So the government protects them, so you cannot do it. So a seller may say, you know what, I can't work with an FHA buyer. Um, the other thing is if the seller just bought the property less than three months ago, they can't accept FHA buyers either. Because buyers, uh, sellers need to own the property for a minimum of three to six months in order to be able to take an FHA buyer on their property. It's just a requirement. So there are limitations and there are reasons why a seller would say, mm, I'm not going to consider an FHA offer. Okay. Now, a buyer, why would a buyer think that it might be less competitive for them to use an FHA program? Really, the, I mean, it could be a variety of any one of those reasons, and then it could be it uh, strictly related to the fact that a different loan program is just a better purchase for them for their money. Ultimately, though, there is one other aspect of this for a buyer. Specifically, a lot of FHA buyers uh, like to purchase, because this is affordable, they purchase a condo or a townhouse. 
Condos or townhouse communities do not allow for FHA loans if the community, if the community is no longer approved for an FHA loan. How does that happen? Well, the HOA has to submit certain documents to the FHA organization every year, and they have to, or I think it's every couple of years, they have like three three or four years, to be completely honest, that they're considered FHA approved. And during that time, if they fall out of the requirements for the FHA approval, or they choose not to resubmit to get the FHA approval, well... Any buyer that wants to buy in a condo or townhouse community that is not FHA approved potentially cannot buy in there. Now, on another note, there is something that's called a spot approval. And there's a few lenders out there that can do what's known as a spot approval, an FHA spot approval. That means You know the community qualifies, but for whatever reason, the community itself that you're trying to buy in didn't keep their FHA approval. So now a a lender can go in there and do an approval for just your unit you're buying. Just your unit you're buying. And if they can do that and have the ability to do that, then you can go ahead and purchase even though the whole community is not approved. Now, it is my recommendation that all HOA boards and the CCNRs always be um, approved. They should all strive to meet those guidelines because it does allow for the properties to retain their value because it opens the properties up for more buyers, which allows for more offers to come in, which allows for sellers to achieve more financial success, which then keeps the community, the HOA, the, the whole little quiet community is valued at a higher price point because their property sold for more money. It's just a win-win for everyone. It just allows for everyone in general to have a better financial experience. That's just all there is to it. So again, the pros of you using an FHA loan you just get, you get the opportunity to finance more, right? You get the opportunity to potentially have a little lower interest rate. Um, let's see, what else was there? Was there any other, um, let's see, uh, what else did we have? Let me make sure. Let's see. Uh, you get a lower down payment and then you get a higher debt to income ratios, right? There are no income limitations for the pros, and you qualify, as I mentioned earlier, for a better interest rate. Some of the negatives will limit you to where you can buy because of communities not being approved. Um, It could limit you in the sense of your seller saying, no, I don't want to work with an FHA alone, or a seller not having the ability to work with an FHA alone because they just bought the property, right? So there are some pros and cons. Uh, generally, 
Are you more competitive? The big question is, are you more competitive against a conventional buyer? Not necessarily. There's conventional buyers out there that are buying at 3% too and 5%. So it doesn't necessarily make them, make them more com- com- competitive. It allows for them to have more options though because their loan program isn't as stringent. But I'm going to re- really, really like to be completely transparent Uh, Conventional loans are just as much about the same amount of guidelines for property condition as an FHA property. Pretty much they're the same. So you have all these options. My recommendation is that you just connect with and have a great conversation, consultation with your lender. And then when you get out there, just like this client's lender, he did his job. He told her, look, you may have some challenges because you're going to be buying condo townhouses in a very specific community where a lot of these communities are not FHA approved. So he's also qualified her for conventional financing so she can get out there and buy conventionally as well. So that allows for her to explore all types of properties. That is the type of lender you want to work with. A lender who is thinking about what they can do to help set you up for success as the buyer and your realtor to get out there and purchase that next home. That is a beautiful thing. That is why we love lenders who take the time to have the conversations with you and do the deep dive on your credit and understand what you're intending to accomplish so that they can give you the best loan program for your specific circumstances. Because not all loans, not all buyers, not all lenders, and not all realtors are built the same. I am so excited to share this information with you. I know and trust that it was completely informative. Please share it forward. If there's any other great questions, please comment and we will get them answered just like this one did too. I'm Lori Alvarez and you've been listening to Real Estate with Soul, the podcast. You can follow me and check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and LoriAlvarez.net. And if you haven't clicked on that subscribe button, hit it now and let's boldly do life together.